0: Continues to be the wildfire situation here in our province. The numbers have gone down a little bit. We heard in a press conference earlier this afternoon. Now, just roughly around 18,000 people evacuated from their homes. Still a tremendous amount, but down from yesterday and down from the day before. So a little bit of progress being made. But let's get uh, let's get the full story right now with our guest, who's the Alberta correspondent for Global National. Heather Urex West is joining us once again. Heather, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I understand that you are in Drayton Valley, but I know that the the work of a reporter can be very fluid and ever-changing, so can you clarify that that's where you're located right now?
1: Yeah, so Drayton, you can't actually get into Drayton Valley right now because of the evacuation. So I'm actually sure. standing outside of the Brazo County office, which is uh, just kind of outside the evacuation area uh, for Drayton Valley. And you mentioned that we are seeing the, the numbers of evacuees go down. But, uh, of course, Drayton Valley, that is the largest uh, single group of evacuees still. And uh, I just spoke with um, the fire chief and the mayor about 20 minutes ago to kind of get the latest. and Unfortunately, even though uh, they say that they are making some progress on the fire and that uh, the rain has met that it hasn't grown, we still don't have a re-entry date for this this group of people, which is, I know, really frustrating for... um the many evacuees who are going into their second week uh, soon. The town has just renewed their local state of emergency because of, of that. But uh, the the chief did say the fire chief did say that AHS officials and utility officials were in town today and were assessing, making assessments. And so uh, that's you know another important important step towards uh, getting closer to a reentry plan. So some some promising news there, but uh, we still don't have a reentry date for this group of people.
0: Yeah, still so much work to be done, and you. know you touched a little bit on the efforts from crews yesterday and now we're hearing that they're coming even from from the states as well crews now from Oregon and from all parts of the country it's such a big effort to try to contain this can you paint a little bit of a picture of what it is that they're up against and what they're really trying to accomplish
1: yeah, I mean, this is a, a fire that's still out of control. He, he, um, the fire chief mentioned there's 90 firefighters on the ground right now. A lot of those firefighters have been working flat out for a week. So these uh, resources that are coming in from uh, all across Canada and the US, United States uh, military as well um, are going to be helping to relieve some of these uh, men and women so that they can start to to get a little bit of rest because this is a marathon and we don't know when it's going to end, especially with the... Uh, hotter temperatures around the corner and it's been a bit rainy here today just sprinkles but uh, I'll have to also mention that I'm hearing thunder and lightning and seeing lightning so that's uh that's a little bit worrying as well so yeah this is uh not over yet and all of this health is, is greatly appreciated
0: Heather, we're still trying to get a sense of the extent of damage, and we're hearing from some communities that are reporting huge losses. Any yeah. any clarity on what's been happening in the area that you're reporting from and around Drayton Valley?
1: Yeah, we know that they have lost four homes on the outskirts of town in a rural area, and we actually had um, the opportunity to see one of these homes firsthand. Uh, we visited the farm of uh, Teresa McDonald and her partner. And I have to say, it was just devastating. But the the fire there um, swept through their property three different times, if you can believe it. The first time was last week. Fire officials were able to put it down quite quickly. They gathered up their livestock. They had chickens and pigs. Uh, they fed the animals, they were you know, told that the, the fire was being held, so they, a the couple evacuated and unfortunately the wind shifted. They got a call a short time later uh, that they had lost all of their livestock to the fire. Oh. The, house, the house had survived at that point and then later that weekend in the middle of the night it caught fire and by that time fire officials were just overwhelmed by the amount of fire in the area that no one was able to come and they lost their home and you know, you go to the site; it, it's rubble. The house is rubble. The, the chicken coop is gone. But there's, you know, there's this kid play structure equipment that survived, and a, and a trampoline. And, and they said, you know, I have five grandkids, and this this is This is all they know. This is grandma's house. And you know, they were happy that the trampoline survived, but it's still a really tough, tough day. And and oh, that couple. Just... Uh, it's heart-wrenching. And now that couple is refusing to leave. They're, they're, they're staying on the property in a trailer because three times the fires come through. And so they're, they're determined to just house hot spots and try and you know, protect what they have left and, and their neighbours as well.
0: Yeah, and I mean you can understand it even as you're describing that situation where you're told it's okay, and now it's not okay, and that emotional roller coaster, and just sort of the, the skeleton of those items remaining. It just it sounds absolutely devastating, and of course they're not going to be the only family that's going through it. Are are evacuees feeling supported? Is there is there an ask? Is there any way that people can can lend support or help or any way that we can get involved? I, I know that in this community,
1: they're quite spread out. So I, I, a lot of uh, Drayton Valley um, evacuees, I think, are at the, X, the Edmonton Expo Centre um, and, and the Duke and, and all over. And I know that people are just are having a, a hard time. Um, there's so much uncertainty. They're trying to navigate, you know, the financial um, compensation for the, the province, their insurance. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I, I think what I've heard is that people the community is really really pulling together. but yeah if you uh, if you know anyone that's from the evacuation zone and you have an opportunity to reach out to them, I'm sure they'd love to <laughs> love to have the support.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well Heather, it's a I mean it's such a a changing situation and such a big job to to cover any of it. Thank you for painting a picture of what's been going on in that community. Really appreciate your work. Not a problem, thanks for having me. Of course, Heather Yorks West is our Alberta correspondent for Global National, giving us some perspective on what some evacuees are going through. And we did hear earlier in that press conference about the wildfires uh, just after three o'clock on uh, here on six thirty, uh, that they are starting to begin the stages of a reentry plan to, into Drayton Valley, but that fire is still raging out of control. So, uh, starting to, to kind of think about what that could look like, but uh, still uh, not not anywhere near being able to let people in just yet.